Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's 2024. Gary and Teresa are married. I'm here with Callie Curry to talk about the wedding and so much more. Hi, Callie. How are you? I am great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. I know that I'm getting old for many reasons. One of them being that like, I didn't get that many midnight texts. And I was like, oh, my friends are asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say you didn't make it to midnight. I wouldn't have, but there's fireworks in my neighborhood and they were really loud. So they woke me. You did not get a midnight text from me, but I didn't send a text to one person. So I even got a text message from my dad and I was like, I'll text him tomorrow. I don't really care. I'm not like offended. I just thought it was kind of funny. It's like (laughs) like different than years past. I, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't really care about New Year's. Also, I had COVID, so I didn't have plans. Whatever. We're going to get into Bachelor talk. But first, I just got to say, Gary and Teresa got married, but the biggest news of the week in the reality TV universe is obviously the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale. Our, oh my God. Our comrades are going to be breaking it down on the Ringer Reality TV podcast today. So check that out if you are just needing more of a fix. It's going to be a roundtable with Chelsea and Jody and Rachel. 
and they're going to talk all about it. Also, when you go over to the Ring of Reality TV podcast, if you haven't listened to Jody's Scandaval pod, I like highly recommend it. It's really fun. It's three episodes. It's like a true crime style pod about Scandaval and why it was so such a big deal. You think you know about Scandaval? It doesn't matter. I had a great time listening to it. It was really fun. So I just wanted to plug that. I have to say I was very like, by the end of the year, I was just like annoyed with Scandaval. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just done with it. And I wasn't annoyed listening to Jody's podcast. I know. So. It's, it's really good. It's like a great pod. I highly recommend it. All right. I want to come back to Bravo later. But Callie, let's talk about this wedding. I awoke to a text message from you today, January 5th, that your DVR didn't pick it up, which is not great. No, you know what is also not great? It also didn't pick up Southern Hospitality. All I got last night was Southern Charm, which... Which was kind of a letdown, right? Oh, it was dumb. Like I was like, is this, this is the finale? Also, I know. Also, compared to Salt Lake City, I was just like a joke. Just like Whitney is like the grossest person, maybe on TV, like sneaky, (laughs) the sketchiest person currently on television. I think we just just ponder that. We'll come back to it later. I was also going to say, like, yeah, like his new place. I was just like, "Eh, like, wait, for you to bring home twenty year olds, and also in your mom's backyard. I thought it was like a separate property until I saw people just walking over to Teresa. Just ask. All right, just think about it. Whitney, creepiest man on TV right now? Yes or no? So, did you get to watch the wedding? No, but I watched between 25 and 100 TikToks trying to piece the wedding together. And there are some huge flags, which I would like to tell, I would like to give you some of my TikTok insight and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. I also just want to say, I want to flex on the on the pod for a moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think I do it that much. So I'm just going to take it and shoot my shot. I was invited to the wedding, but oh. because I was getting over COVID, it did not go. And Smart decision. There was a lot of people over 60. There was a lot of people over 60 and a lot of people from The Bachelor. And I, I will say the one thing I was like really sad about was not spending time with Ben Higgins, who I genuinely adore and haven't seen in a while. And Ben was like very present. But other than that, I was like, I think I'm okay with this. But um, again, we'll come back to that. I just wanted to share that up top. Keep it in your mind as we talk about if this was a wedding worth attending. Also, the main reason I didn't go is because of COVID, but also a major disincentive for me is Palm Springs, which is a hard pass. But anyway, let's hear some of your impressions from watching via TikTok. First thing I noticed is that like, out of all of the TikToks I'd watch, I said I would say... 95% of them were from the ceremony on or like guests arriving. But there's definitely like a gap because like I saw one clip of her trying on her dress. So there's like a mm. gap of 50 minutes where like no one made TikToks about it. So I'm like, it had to have been a very boring start to this because why is there no TikToks on the beginning before the wedding started? You're right. It was like mostly pre-tape stuff. It was three, it was like two components. One was it was like pre-tapes of like Gary and Teresa the night before. There was one thing that you missed that I was actually really excited for you to find out, which is they met with their wedding planner. She met them at the venue, the La Quinta, and their wedding planner was Mindy Weiss. Oh, <laughs> wow. That explains that because I also later on was going to say the actual wedding was beautiful. Callie, who is Mindy Weiss? My wedding planner. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people's wedding planners. She yes. is 
fabulous. Like I cannot say enough good things about how my experience was with her for my wedding. I also was someone who was kind of like, you probably know better than me. So like you tell me what I should want. And there was just like a few things that I wanted. And I loved my wedding. Um, I have no things that I would have done differently. I remember your wedding. I didn't know you at the time, but I follow MBA weddings really closely. So I was paying attention to yours. (laughs) And I guess that's creepy, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I recall in general from like the Mindy Weiss universe, she does a lot of, a lot of weddings. Yeah. She's really good at florals. And I would say, Oh yeah. I would say Teresa and Gary had really, really good florals, which I also think is like, the most expensive part of a wedding in a way. For sure. It's like very expensive. Shocking. Yeah. And so I was, I noticed that and I was like, yeah, checks out for Mindy Weiss, but she seems like she does great work. Does she do weddings outside of California? Like, will she travel? Yeah. Yeah. We weren't sure where we were doing our wedding and we looked at like a bunch of venues in California, New York. And then like for a little bit, I wanted to go to Italy and my parents were like, you can do that, but like your wedding's going to be way smaller. And like mm-hmm. grandparents won't be able to come. So like, that's what you want. And it's not that I didn't want a small wedding because I did. It did not turn out that way at all. But we originally wanted like, well, I don't think 150 is small, but it's just not huge, right? Mm. Yeah. So 150, I, think, I feel like is like sort of reasonable, but would not count as a small wedding. I think a small well, wedding is we under, under 100. We wanted around 150 and we got... A little over 300. So, not what oh we wanted. God. Well, you have a huge family, probably, though, don't you? Yeah, we both have big families. Both of our parents know a ton of people. You have like a lot of friends, just yourself. Like, well, I, like I think we, I think we, if you were having a celebration just for Callie, the woman formerly known as Callie Rivers, I feel like that you would on your own get to like 50 easily. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've also moved around a lot. So, I feel like you end up making friends in every place you live. So, yeah. that like adds. I lived in the same place my whole life, I probably wouldn't have as many friends. Right? I, you're just, I think you're pretty social. And by that, I mean like friendly and like have an affinity for people. Yeah. I'm friendly when I'm around other people. Yeah. So Do I like leaving my home a lot. Not really. But when I'm out of my home, I'm nice to people. I think. I try to be. <laughs> you are. Okay. So that was one thing you missed that I wanted you to see, Mindy Weiss. Number two. Sad I missed that. The bulk of this was like charity and Kathy, noted hater on the of, carpet, noted hater of Teresa on the carpet, just like interviewing people. But it was so like boring and weird. I thought Charity did a pretty good job as like a red carpet interviewer. And I thought that Kathy did too. It was just like, you know, have I'm sure neither has much experience in this world, but it was completely pointless. I was gonna say there was a lot of clips of this, hmm. but to your point, even those clips, I was kind of like, what? They were just interviewing bachelor people. And like, it's not Who like they're not just inherently made... interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's not like they just made a movie or yeah. like just came out with a project. So it's like, how are you? What have you been up to? And it's just like, had a good Christmas with my family. That's and you're like, yeah. cool, awesome. I'm so happy. The only ones I saw that were like semi interesting, I guess the only one I could think of at the top of my head was the Leslie one. And it was just interesting because I'm like, it's weird she's there. I know she announced she was gonna be there. But like, I liked what she said. She was just like, I am always going to celebrate love at this at the age that I'm at. And Teresa was one of my friends. So I am very happy for her. She was clearly there for Teresa. I get the feeling she's still kind of sore about Gary, which is understandable. But she was she seemed pretty genuine about Teresa. I also liked her dress. 
I liked her dress and I saw her on the dance floor and like yeah, to the end. a few times yeah. and she looked like she was having a great time. She's a great dancer. Also, I don't know if this is nice for me to say, but I was thinking she's probably like, yeah, I'm fine not having Gary. Probably. She just had surgery or she said some, something happened. She was just in the hospital. And I'm just like... Oh, health scare. Yeah. Health scare. Yeah. I thought it was surgery, but I guess it wasn't because any surgery... Like any kind, your body is like opened up in any way, yeah, as minor as it may be. Like that's like a week of like being sore, and so I, I was just like, "What's going on here?" But I guess it wasn't yeah. surgery. Yeah, the way she was dancing, I don't know. I don't know when it could have taken place. Like maybe she had surgery like a few weeks ago. It was. I, I don't know. Um, Hopefully, she's. But I she mean, I think she's fine. Great. Yeah, from looks gold. great. Looked happy, and I thought her interview was sweet. Yeah. She seemed nice. I mean, I, you know, I like her. She'll be better off without Gary. The most interesting stuff from the carpet was like seeing what was happening behind them. Like there's this one clip going around of Matt James's mom, Patty James, like pushing someone. Did you see that? Oh no. Oh my God. Wait, she pushed someone? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was like inadvertent or something, but yeah, she pushed someone. I think she also was there with a date. It was just funny seeing like the people behind and like with the bachelor people, I was like, do they, were they told to stand here and have a conversation or like what's going on? Cause I, I was just, I was really curious about the level of like how much they choreograph things or what production. Yeah. So another, well, first of all, there's a clip that has, I saw at least 20 times. So it's definitely a clip that's making its rounds of Jesse talking and Caitlin's behind him and she swallows her entire cake pop in one bite. <laughs> That's amazing. I love a cake pop. <laughs> it's great, but a cake pop in one bite is insane. So I'm like, was she trying to be funny? It was funny. But I'm just like, does she normally eat cake pops like this or is she trying to be funny? Because that was insane. We got to just say it with Caitlin. I didn't recognize her because the tanner she was wearing was so aggressive. Dark. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, I think that's Caitlin, but she has, this person has so much tanner on. I, I cannot tell. I'm just like, was she rubbing off on people? Like, I, 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 I was like, literally, like, did her spray tan happen an hour ago? Like, what is going on here? I also saw this was not during my golden bachelor wedding search on TikTok, mm-hmm. but another clip came up for me. Katie Maloney was on the Vial yes. podcast and talking about Caitlin. First of all, I didn't know they were like besties, but that's I think that's new. Whatever. Okay. And then they talked about Zach. I don't really get what's a big deal. I think there's no deal at all. Like, who cares? They're both like, single. Who cares? They're co- also I guess, like Tasha has moved on, right? I I think she's still Luke, Luke. she was yeah Luke from somewhere else. She's been with him for a while now. So like, does she even care? I mean, maybe Caitlyn's ex cares a little bit, but like, even that was a like Jason. Yeah, that was a while ago, right? Like um, five months. Well, in case you don't know what we're talking about, Caitlin had a New Year's Eve party and it looks like Zach attended it. And there's speculation that Caitlin and Zach are dating or seeing each other. I have no idea. In some kind of relationship or situationship, as the kids say these days. Actually, I don't know if kids say that, but I know that Nick Vial does. Anyway, I don't think there's like anything there. I guess there was some like allegation, completely unfounded, that like there was some cheating. Like maybe Caitlin hooked up with him or had something going on with him before she broke up with Jason Tardick. But I don't think so. She she said definitively that wasn't true. But like, Caitlin yeah. just needs to like get offline. She's like a very online person and I don't think it's good for her. I was thinking like, 
I understand like they're in this universe, but I'm like, maybe someone outside this universe. Yeah. I, I just like, she, she just needs to maybe get some distance or something. I don't know what she needs, but she needs less tanning. That's, that's very clear. <laughs> I was just like, what's happening here? <laughs> okay, but here's the biggest thing you missed by not watching the actual show. It probably didn't come across on, on TikTok unless someone said it explicitly. It's very, very clear that the impetus for doing this is that ABC and The Bachelor made a ton of money from Amazon because most... Oh, this was mentioned multiple times. Most of the packages they showed of like Gary and Teresa at home at Christmas, what like a really forced, awkward segment of like what's going to be on their registry. It was all spawn con for Amazon weddings of how you can use Amazon to register or you can use Amazon. You could go right now and buy the dishes that you saw on the show. Like this was a money grab, which like I don't have a huge problem with. Like it's January 4th, not a lot of like great TV on last night, like whatever. But it was so, so brazen. It's the kind of thing that like also, you know, I think you expect from like a podcast in a way. Like it's much like when there's like a like product integration. But The Bachelor so infrequently does this kind of thing, actually. Maybe I'll be doing more of it. But it was just brazen and like not entertaining or good content. But it was, it was so essentially it was an Amazon weddings infomercial. There was a review I watched on TikTok where half the review was just like, if I were Gary and Teresa, I would have been like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Like they were just like, it is, it was so over the top. It was and ridiculous. then going through registry items. And she was just like, who has a registry at 70? So yeah, you already have like lived life and accumulated stuff. You don't need glasses and dishes. Yeah, like you're not buying your first home at yeah. 70. A lot of people I will say, whoever made that video though, there's a fundamental misunderstanding of who these people are. Like we now know, I think with hindsight is 2020 and all the information we've accumulated, Gary and Teresa are like attention whores who clearly just yeah. want to like milk it. And also make money off it in the meantime. And like, I think it looks different on people who are in like the AARP set than it does with like someone like <laughs> Caitlin. But this is what people do like on The Bachelor. And yeah, it's kind of no different. It's just, it was just really bad content. Like it's the kind of thing where like if Amazon, if we had a wedding spot at Cats of the Ringer and Amazon was like, you should, can we sponsor it? We would not do what The Bachelor did. You know what I mean? Like we'd find a way to do a custom segment, but it wouldn't be that. <laughs> Or like just organically work it in. Like every wedding uses Amazon, right? Like there's yeah. last minute things you forget or whatever. Like, uses Am- yeah, totally. Yeah. So just work it in how you would normally work it in. Yeah. I bought a bunch of slippers on Amazon for my bridesmaids for their like little bridesmaids, right. like bags that I gave them. Like there's just so many ways that they could have just naturally woven in Amazon. And obviously I only saw bits and pieces, but from what I've seen, it just seems like everyone was like, oh, clearly this was sponsored by Amazon. And I'm like, is that really what you want, Amazon? I guess we've said Amazon 900 times on this podcast and we're 15 minutes in. It's so working. maybe this yeah. is what they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to everybody. But yeah, it was so stupid. Also, it just... It really relied on Teresa like delivering lines and she had to do it with her daughter. Her daughter was involved. It was not good. It wasn't a good look for the show. Because to your point, there is like a better way to do it. Like if they had done like something that felt like a little bit more like a docu-series and less like a Bachelor finale. They could have like followed them in the last X number of months, but they probably just like didn't honestly didn't have the budget for that. 
The whole thing was very low budget, except for Mindy Weiss, which is expensive. Yeah. Maybe all of the budget went there. I don't know. I mean, I'm sh- I don't know what the budget was, but they had to have given her an, a good amount of money. I wonder if she gets if like there's a discount though because she gets all this press now. But she's like already so successful and yeah, famous. I'm like, like she definitely doesn't need to do that. I've known about Mindy Weiss like long before I stalked your wedding, however many years ago it was. <laughs> I think that for a wedding planner. Do you know any other wedding planner by name? No, I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. just her. So I think a lot of people know. I thought at least women, I would say a good amount of women between the ages of like, let's say 40 and 28 know who Mindy Wise is, right? Yeah. I think if you ever like were interested in like having like a traditional wedding, then you probably are aware of Mindy Wise. Because I feel like you can't Google like wedding planner or like, Without seeing her name. Or if you've watched the Kardashians at all. Oh, do they use her? Every single one of their events is her. Since like the beginning. I never never knew that. All of their birthday parties, every single wedding they've done, everything is Mindy. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. So then she's got bad bank. Yeah, she's on like the Kardashians. Well, in the beginning, she would do all their events and you wouldn't see her. Mm. And then like slowly, they would start just saying Mindy because they do so many events. Like... Kylie has a party like every other week. For what? Um, like her products? No, like, well, yes. So all their product parties, that's Mindy. But then they'll do like, I don't know why this this is like sticking out to me, but like Kylie had like a handmaid's party for like the finale of Handmaid's Tale. And like, oh my God. like every that's single weird. that must yeah, be sponsored. I, Actually, that was definitely sponsored. That's a Hulu show, right? I think so Hulu probably was like, can you show, do this? But that was a that was before Hulu. Like that's before they went to Hulu. I just remember people were like upset that she had a handmaid's party. We were just like, how are you celebrating this? Which it's like, it's a fucking TV show. But anyways, <laughs> probably hit too close to home during that time period. But yeah, she does everything. So then I would say like the past like five years, you'll like randomly see her on an episode. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I just, again, know her from Instagram. So yeah, that was like the first hour. I mean, also Jesse Palmer like legitimately seemed nervous that his wife was going to go into labor while he was on television. <laughs> like he he like pulled out his phone. He was like checking it. And he was like, Emily, I love you. I was wondering what the plan was if she did go into labor, like helicopter back to LA. Like it's it's not... If you hit yeah, traffic sure. from Palm Springs to LA, like that's a problem. Yeah, but this is her, their first baby, right? Yeah. Generally, you have a lot of time. Mm. Like, sure, there's one-offs, but like most people, their first baby, when you first start going into labor, you have like a solid ten hours at least. Interesting. I was. I he just seemed really nervous. That was pretty funny to me. Also, he. Well, um, I think also with your first baby, like the way I reacted from my first baby to my third baby. My first baby, I was like, "Uh oh, I, I need to go to the hospital." And my doula was like, no, you have some time. And I didn't go for like 24 hours later. My third baby, I went to the doctor. I went to my regular doctor's appointment. And I was like, I'm in labor, but I feel like I'm fine. And when I went to the doctor's appointment, they were like, you need to go to the hospital. I have my baby two hours later. With your third child, and I think your second, you were back to podcasting within a week. You're just like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember my first, but I don't think I was doing that. Or like doing anything a week after. (laughs) Well, I didn't know you then again. But yeah, you just, you, you ride back on the horse. Yeah. Also, some of the other folks that like were interesting to hear from the first hour were like, I don't know, I, I sort of interested in Trista and Ryan. They've had some drama, but like you didn't like get any information. 
I forgot that Jason and Molly had their wedding televised. So that was like a reminder. I don't know. It was sort of like bachelor bachelor nostalgia, but Wait, not I have well a done. question. Is it weird that like Matt James' mom was there pushing people, but like Matt James wasn't? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. It seemed like a very specific bachelor guest list. It was like basically yeah, only that's what lead, I thought. Only leads and successful couples, but then Matt and Rachel should have been there. I think maybe like they're just sort of done with that whole season and just like don't ever want to revisit it. Also, maybe Matt and Rachel are done with it, but there was no. I think one Matt there. and Rachel are done with it more than ABC is. Like, yeah, Matt and Rachel is- never mention anything having to do with the Bachelor. Like, they don't seem to like being as. I mean, it was easy for them for sure. Yeah. It's like kind of a credit to them that they feel that way, honestly. Oh, for sure, it makes me like them more. Like, yeah, I like seeing their food reviews. I think they seem incredible incredibly happy as a couple. They really do. It's shocking to me because I thought for sure they had no chance after everything that happened. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I like them a lot. I do too. But yeah, I think they were probably like decided to not go. But then the other people who were invited were leads and successful couples. Cause like Jade and Tanner, Jared and Ashley. Charity. Charity, yeah, she's a lead, but I'm trying to think of any oh and then the other major thing that happened with Brayden and Christina got married or got engaged, excuse me. Brayden right, so like they Mandrell. had to have known that Brayden was going to do that, right? They definitely did. Otherwise, Jesse... would they be invited? Mm, I think they do like Brayden. He gave them a lot, and now he's in a couple. <laughs> I know, but I feel like... I mean, I guess their couple did like make news and was like it would be like a splashy thing to have them there. But Brayden had to have been like, yeah, I'm going to propose to her. In general, proposing at someone else's wedding is like top-tier tacky. Totally, but like, I don't think it gets. I don't think it gets worse. Jesse said that Brayden checked with Gary and Teresa beforehand to make sure it was like they had his bless their blessing to for well, him to do it. I mean, it's a TV show, so I was going to say I don't think it's like a normal situation to do that. It's a Bachelor TV show. I wonder if they paid for the ring. No, they didn't. I believe Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer was like, "What a Neil Lane moment!" Right after the engagement, so Brayden may have done it for the ring. It's been like just a way to get a free ring no, for my girl. That's what I'm saying. I was saying I wonder if ABC paid for the ring. Clearly oh, they definitely. Did. Yeah, they did. They must have. Yeah. I mean, this was like so, you know, like Neil Lane honestly, segment. Smart move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. And then he's she moving did to Nashville. Seem surprised, right? She seemed shocked. Yeah. 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 This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I've noticed something on television. This is like also like another like mean comment. I might just be mean today. I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know if it's mean. But I noticed that Christina Mandrell is not I wearing... I have some nice things to say after this, so you can go ahead. Okay. This is like... This is like commenting on her fashion slash body. I noticed she wasn't wearing Spanx, which is something I've also noticed with Sutton Strack on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, you've been very observant of that. I can't tell, really. I don't know. I don't even notice anything. Yeah, I think this is a me problem. I guess it's like not really mean. So it's just like I'm like calling out something I've noticed about these two women who I think are like objectively skinny. And I'm not saying they should wear them, but it's just interesting. It it, it actually just for me reminds me how much like everyone you see on TV when they're like dressed for television is so perfectly like put together and like has thought of everything that when when women look more natural on TV, I, I like always notice basically. And I noticed that with Christina. Um, <laughs> Mostly because Brayden's face... He's like so much bigger than her. So when he was like on his knees, his face was like in her bosom. I level. Yeah. I level her <laughs> boobs. And therefore we are getting a lot of her torso. I don't know. I are you yourself a big Spanx wearer? No, they're uncomfortable. I not. wore Spanx once and I thought multiple times I was gonna suffocate. If you wear them for like multiple hours at the end it's just like let me the fuck out of this I think that regardless of body type your dresses are going to look Smarter. better with Spanx yeah. on yeah, yeah no matter what doesn't yeah. matter you can be the skinniest person in the world it's gonna look yeah, better it's, totally it's, I guess that's my, that's what I'm just noticing anyway they got engaged and she was shocked but everyone else they, seemed they to also know. seem very happy I know they haven't been together for very long but I feel when, like when it's right it's we, right yeah, the bits that we saw from Christina and how well we know Brayden, which seems like we know him really, really well at this point. They kind of match. From what we know about like their relationship, what he said, it sounds like Brayden and Christina like have spent probably almost as much time together as Dotton and Charity. So 100%. Dotton and Charity also, they're like, we have a big announcement. We're getting married in the fall of... 2025. And I was like, okay, so in two years, good to know. Thanks. Thanks I saw that. In comparison to Katie and Zach, they're like, yeah, we're loving life. No date. I I like that for both of them. I feel like with Dotton and Charity, they probably get asked so frequently about when they're getting married that maybe they announce that people will stop asking, which is also funny because like... Katie and Zach do? I was just to say, maybe people just don't care about them, so they're not asked. (laughs) I don't care about them. I don't care about either. Me neither. And now once once it's done, it's done. I am Honestly, happy that all I care four more about Brayden and Christina. Me too. Is that recency bias though? <laughs> we just had a lot of time with Brayden on Paradise. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But no, I feel like Brayden gave us more than all four of those people combined. Yeah. I, I agree with you. He, I mean, I talked about him every week and I was like <laughs> in on him. Yeah. Although I will say I'm back out. The earrings last night were too much. Like... We get it. It's your There stick. were a lot, but I did like the cowboy hat. He was just like calling attention to himself. Yeah, he looked good. I think it's interesting how like Hunter Green is the color of the moment. There was a lot of men in green. 
and Alan in green. I do too. like that color. I and do too. I love it. Very a lot of that. And I think it's really Hunter? cute name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cute. I agree. It's kind of similar to Carter. For a girl. I love it. Yeah, it's cute. I like I like boys' names for girls in general. Me too. Obviously. So, it's a cute, yeah. It's a it's like Carter. Uh, the only thing is the amount of people that say he was that before they like meet her. Everyone assumes it's a boy. Everyone. What is Wendy Osifo's Carter? A boy or a girl? I think, I think a boy. Boy. And I think she spells it with a K. Yeah, she does. She has a Carter and a Cruz, much like you. Both with Ks. Yeah. I just, I wonder what that's about. So the actual wedding, the weirdest thing about the actual wedding was people come down the aisle, everyone comes in except for Teresa and they cut to Jesse and they're like, and we'll be right back. And then they pull away and you see Teresa just like waiting at the back. And so Gary can see her. So you're just like, they're just like staring at each other, just like waiting for the commercial (laughs) break to be over. And like, she was like kind of around the corner, but there was nothing blocking the view of her. And so she's just like standing there and it's like not a big reveal. I don't know. I think it seems annoying to have your wedding on TV. Also the wedding was way way longer than it would have been because of the commercial breaks and like the speeches that would have happened at the ceremony happened at the wedding because they wanted them to be like from the daughter's. So I was going to say the two things that I saw on TikTok or three things. First of all, I did hear there was like one like TikTok of someone actually filming, mm. like not a camera, like the phone. Oh, someone who was and there. You can, yeah. And you can hear production like yelling. So they definitely were like telling people what to do, how to do it, whatever. So that's one thing. Two was the speeches mm. based on TikTok, which I'm not seeing the whole thing felt so odd for them to just be like standing there. Yeah. Like while people are giving speeches, I thought the speeches weren't bad. Like they were good speeches. I was just like, this is really weird to do in the ceremony. It probably makes the ceremony way too long. My, my ceremony was like 30 minutes tops. I feel oh like, my like God. even that's kind of long. You go to, yeah. yeah. You go to the reception. People are there to party and like, yeah, one, yeah. and like maybe like 15 minutes of emotion. So then I also saw videos of... There was like a separate reception for family and friends that was not televised. Makes sense. And so that was after the like mini reception they had with all the bachelor peeps. And then they like went to like continue the celebration with just family and friends. I wonder if any bachelor people went to that. And I guess they not sponsored it, it seemed. Yeah. If it was sponsored, they would have had it on TV. Um, did any bachelor people go to that? Behind, like other one? I don't know. It just said family and friends only. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. In terms of the speeches, they were like sweet. I just have a hard time believing like that their families are so happy about this. Also, I think it's interesting that Teresa has a son and a daughter-in-law and like they barely are on TV. It's like all about her daughter. I don't know what that's about. Maybe her the rest of her family doesn't want to be on TV. I'm not sure. But that's like was very clear. And then, you know, maybe they don't like each other. They say that they do, but like who knows? They also like just met. It's only been like Five months. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's harder to... I feel like it's just like we don't... Sure, you like each other as far as you know, but like... Right. How much do you know? Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like... The, the speeches were weird. I thought that Gary and Teresa's vows were both really sweet. There's not a chance in hell they wrote them themselves. I feel pretty positive that when we saw like a shot of like Gary like reviewing his vows... They probably both were like memorizing speeches. There's there's literally no way they wrote them. They had like funny jokes about the show. Yeah. They probably like gave input input, but like there's literally no way. I was thinking that when Teresa was like, 
I was told to zip it multiple times. Yeah. We almost had a near-death experience on the highway. Like, I was just like, would you really want to say this in your wedding? Like, it's... I just... I don't know. I was just thinking, like, this can't... Like, I would not want that in my wedding. Me neither. It was not personal in any way. It was all, like, inside jokes with the audience. So it was it was a TV event, which is, like... You know, I really hope they're not legally married. So, oh, we didn't even mention it. Susan, <laughs> Susan is the one who like officiated. She was great. She was probably the highlight of the wedding. I was gonna say I saw a bunch of clips of her, and first of all, she's an amazing public speaker. She is. Like, I like real. I really like so her. natural. Yeah, and she seems and really like, comfortable in I that saw, position. She did great. Like yeah. she was like a good officiant. Yeah, she was good. And oh my God, I, I skipped the most awkward part probably because I tried to block it out. Teresa had a bachelorette party and they had oh, male strippers it, come and give her like a lap dance and give all the women a lap dance. And then I guess like Sandra was like talking and I guess she said something that was like inappropriate or something and I kept like bleeping it. They like over bleeped it though. And it was just like really gross. And honestly, like then Sandra had one of those strippers as her date and she was like, they did like a close-up on his abs. she point to like each of his abs and give them a name? It was so gross and like the objectifying of this guy, it's like, he's more than his abs. I don't know. I, I was just sort of like offended by the whole idea and like, I don't know. It well, was just really gross. For me, I'm just like, okay, Sandra, I would not have said yes to this because clearly they asked you to do this and thought it was funny. Not funny. Yeah. Someone else or the same woman who was like, the Amazon registry was like insane and no seven-year-old has a registry at their wedding. She also was like, the bachelorette party was completely not needed. It should have been cut. Them trying to like push the limit for like older women. Like this is just not how most older women act. And so to... Or any women, honestly. Seem like, oh, they're so young and fun. She's just like, that's just like not... I think you should show like what it usually would be like. And that Agreed. just didn't seem genuine at all. And she also said, obviously I didn't see this, but she said that there was like a lingerie shoot, which Boudoir was like, photo shoot. I've never been to... Yeah, she's like, I've never been to a bachelorette party where that happens. So that also just seemed like pushed by ABC. And she was just like, Teresa and Gary saying yes to all of this was just a bit much. Yeah, it just totally speaks to who they are. Also, the funny thing is there was like almost nothing about Gary. Like there was no bachelor party. <laughs> there was no like shopping for his suit. There was only... It was very centered on Teresa. So I wonder if they were trying to like move away from the article that came out about him, about like his past or whatever. But it was noticeable to me. And I guess in general, weddings tend to be like in the buildup, there's there always is much more focus on the bride. But considering it was The Bachelor and we know him better... And like, we just spent so many months like them trying to like sell us on Gary that I was, it was kind of weird. Like he was barely on the show, which I'm not really complaining about because I now don't like him and I'm sick of him, but it was just weird. <laughs> I'm not complaining because I, well, I think they probably were trying to focus more on her because they're like, well, people will like her more at this point. But also I feel like they focus more on her because like we know her quote unquote friends because like they're all the girls from the show like who would Gary have been with we never saw any friends right hmm. I'm not sure he has any as far as I can tell the only people he interacts with is his daughters and his granddaughters um, that's it I will say from TikTok and you can tell me what the whole picture looked like they do seem in love with each other yeah they do 
I wonder how long it'll last. Also, you know, maybe when you're older, like the type of like love is just different. Like you're just sort of like, these are the things that matter. And like, we have a good time together and we both don't want to be alone. I did find they showed the same clip like twice of Teresa saying to Gary, like, you know how he's always talked about coming home to like an empty place and being alone. Like there was such an emphasis on how they wanted to have a companion that was like very overdone, but also probably true. Like that's probably is how some people feel. So I guess I'm happy for them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, if they're happy, I'm happy. It's, Especially if you have no friends. All as well. I was surprised we didn't see her sisters again. After hometowns. I mean, I also wanted to ask based on TikTok, it seems like they could have made this episode in an hour. Without a doubt. Oh my God. There's no question. But probably Amazon wanted two hours. So they had to stretch it and fill time. Well, also, I know that in general, networks are like scraping for content yeah. because of the writer's strike. So yeah. they're probably trying to fill up space with anything. I know even NBA games are now being moved to ABC from ESPN. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. To fill but up space. Additionally, even if this was like expensive to pay Mindy Weiss, it's probably much cheaper than most productions. So they probably were like, okay, this is a cheap way to fill two hours. We're doing it. <laughs> so why not? Highlight of the night? Highlight of the night. Hmm. Good question. Highlight of the night for me was Ben Higgins. I love Ben. I don't listen to his podcast. I'm sorry. So I was just happy to see him on TV. Also, he's like a goofy person. And I feel like that, like, I feel like he's Bob someone dancing. who would, like, would really enjoy like celebrating the love of two people who are widows. So are you doing of, a weird dance move right now? This is what he kept like pulling his suit and being like, well, he was I think dancing. he's just like, I think he likes dancing because he's a bad dancer. So I enjoyed seeing him. And I guess Brayden and Christina, I'm like kind of happy for them. Yeah, that was my highlight. So agreed. Yeah. Let's talk about the next couple of weeks. We got Joey's season. We're moving back to Mondays, you and I. So starting this coming Monday, we will go over the bios of Joey's gals. And then on Thursdays, I'm going to try something a little bit different this season. Talk about some other reality shows, have some regular segments. What else is popping? And that will start next week as well. Still have guests, but also probably just more of me talking. So I hope that's okay. <laughs> um, and we'll, Callie and I will be back on Monday nights after the show. I'm kind of excited about Joey's season. I like Joey. I like Joey. We talked about this when he was on charity season, but he also seems like a guy that gets girls. Definitely. Like, like a cool guy. He's definitely cool. He's relaxed. I mean, him being a tennis pro just kind of makes you feel like, yeah, he's probably like gotten some girls in his life, right? Definitely. Yes. Also, definitely. I, I just imagine a lot of like vacationers in Hawaii who are like, oh, I need For a tennis sure. lesson. Yeah. He's good looking and nice. And like, I could just see that really working for him. Yeah. So I'm interested to see like how he handles it all. Mm. But this is the first time I've been semi excited for a bachelor bachelorette season in a few seasons. It's the first time I haven't been like completely baffled and repulsed by the bachelor in quite a while. Like honestly, <laughs> maybe since Matt James because Clayton and Zach are both like so gross. Yeah. Not for me. That's a pass. Let's go back to our big questions from the beginning of the episode. Number one, did I miss out on not going to the wedding? What do you think? No. Thank you. Number two, is Whitney from Southern Charm the creepiest <laughs> man on television? 
You know what? I'm going to say no because I really have to think about this. There's a lot of creepy guys on TV, I think. Did you watch last night's episode? Yeah. His theme of a softcore porn film for his party is so disturbing and twisted. He is sick. I mean, the only person who handled it also, well is Madison. Absolute stunning season of for Madison. But Madison and Lisa Barlow had unbelievable seasons. Absolutely. I mean, I've been saying that for weeks about Lisa. It's so true. I fucking, I, I just like, I, I have to thank her. She gave me a lot. <laughs> She's been great. Madison has been great. Also, I loved, I think it was Paige. Paige was like, wait, was Whitney born in the 60s? It was so funny. And, yeah. and then Craig using Siri to find out what year he was born. <laughs> also, I was, when she said it, I was like, no way. And then no. when they said he was born in 69, I was like, oh my God. That Chef's is so far off. Chef's like Chef's like mid-70s, I think. That's far off. No, no, they have to be because he's 54 and Chef's like 45. Right? Oh, you're right. It's the late 70s for, for Chef. Yeah. That's 10 years difference. Everyone embarrassed themselves on the, the finale of Southern Charm, like except for Olivia. Olivia, Leva, and Benita. There's and Madison. Sorry, all the men and Taylor embarrass themselves. Did Craig? Um, I guess he. Craig was has fine. also had uh, like an A plus season. I know, I know. Wiped up Craig is like much better. I was so disgusted by him, and now he's one of my favorite people on Bravo. So he's right. Him and Paige you, definitely have some wacky that? ideas together. You're now right. Well, I think I. When that that moment in the car, I was like, "Yeah, this is definitely like part of their like joke with each other." I don't know if it's a joke. It's <laughs> she kind of made a good point. She kind of made a good point about. Oh, it's a great point, actually. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll be working in some Bravo. I think a little bit more here and there. We'll be back on Monday talking Joey's gals, and then yeah, it's a, a new year, a new season of The Bachelor. Fired up to try out some different things on this pod too. So thanks for listening. Thanks to our producer Jade Whaley. Congratulations to Gary and Teresa. Hope to never hear from you again. Um, <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs>